Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChampaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Day two of the NFL scouting combine is in the books. Defensive backs and tight ends. You had outside corners, slot corners, safeties, both free and strong. And the tight end group all worked out today. But tomorrow's the big one. Quarterbacks, wide receivers, and running backs. Let's talk about who stood out, who struggled, who got hurt. Because there were multiple guys who ended up getting injured. All that and more on a special combine episode of the Real Forno Show. Welcome to the Real Forno Show, hosted by Tyler Fornis, the managing editor of USA Today's Vikings Wire, writer for the College Football Network, publisher of Substack Run In Shooter. Host of the good, the bad, and the hungry on the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network, as well as a founding member of Vikings First and Score. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of The Real Forno Show. I'm your host, Tyler Forno. With me, as always, is producer Dave back up in his home in the top right corner. Dave, we're doing a later show. That means the bourbon is flowing. I am not having one today, but I know you are. What are you drinking? Oh, yes, I am. I I was out of bourbon other than about a quarter of a bottle that um, I treat for rare occasions. Now, I've got two small bottles that are saved for very special occasions, but mm-hmm. I was out. And for me, that's an emergency situation. So I did my big order today, and one of the ones I wanted to try is called is from Blackland. It's here in okay. Texas. 
It's a bourbon whiskey. Comes in a very pretty bottle. Um, but what is interesting about Blackland is that it's a it's one of the small distilleries around here, right? That does mm-hmm. craft whiskeys. Yeah, it's a blend. And okay, it's eighty percent, and then they're twenty percent, and then they age it here in Texas. Well, that original 80% comes from an undisclosed distillery in Minnesota. Ooh. So I'm combining both Minnesota and Texas into this one bourbon. And it doesn't have the Texas funk that you hear me talking about all the time. It's got more of a sweet grass tint to it, uh, notes. You can taste honey like normal bourbon. But it's, it's grassy and it's very mellow. It's no burn, no nothing. It, you can almost picture the buffalo coming across the plains. And how they bill it is that from the Red River down through to about San Antonio, wildfires, which we have up in the Panhandle right now, cleared everything out, and there was wild grasses that grew. And yeah, since the water comes from here, it we've got that flavor to it, and it's 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 quite interesting. Uh, right. I'll ask Dave, how did you run out of bourbon? I wasn't completely out. I got this much in a bottle, but like I said, it's one of my favorites and nice special, but it's all because I haven't bought any in a while and I burned through everything and I've only got about this much rye. So I went out and bought too much today or not too much. There's never too much, but I bought a lot. Nothing wrong with a little bit too much bourbon, let me tell you. Let's uh-huh. talk about some some of these defenders, though, Dave, because this might have been the fastest group of cornerbacks I've ever seen at the NFL Scouting Combine. Eight guys ran under a 4-4, and even guys who were big were running really fast. Cam Hart, one of my favorites, ran a 4-5 flat, and he's 6'3", 33-inch arms, just a big dude. It moves pretty well, and that speed is probably going to get him bumped up on day two, because with those big guys, sometimes you worry about some of those movement skills. And uh, being that they're so big, sometimes it can be a little hard to see on film, which is why you pair it with the data. You pair it with what's going on with these testing numbers. That that matters here. And you can't just use testing numbers. You, you have to use it as an additive. You have to use it to prove or disprove something that you had questions about on the film. And I thought Cam Hart did himself well. I thought Kyrie Jackson, who is also really big, he's like six three and a half. He ran a four five as well. Just solid performances across the board. Very few poor performances in this cornerback class. But one guy that has been mocked to the Vikings a few times so far over the course of the last couple months, it's been Toledo cornerback Quinion Mitchell. He was the star of the day at the cornerback spot. Four three three in the 40, 38 inch vertical leap. And you can just see that he has this little bit of an extra gear. And it's good to see these testing numbers from him coming out of the Mac because the Mac doesn't have the best athletes in comparison. Like, oh, the SEC, the Pac-12, the Big 12. It is a group of five school. So that matters. And you see some of those things. Great numbers. Mitchell might have made himself the number one drafted defender today. He almost certainly is guaranteed a spot in the first round. Cause not only does he have the speed, he has the technique, he has the quickness, he has the fluidity 
and the ball skills. He's a total package at corner. And it's been really impressive to kind of watch him put it all together over the course of the last few uh, weeks. And then you have the, we got to talk about the injuries then. Oh, hold Nate on. Wiggins, we get there. What? what about Nate Wiggins? Wiggins ran a uh, four, two, eight. Dave, you cut me off. I was just about to talk about Nate Wiggins. Oh, okay. Sorry. Because he got hurt on that four, two, eight, 40. And that he did it. Attempt? No, his first attempt. He wanted to get four, two flat. Oh. That was his goal. Six two, 173 pounds. He is historically small for a corner as far as weight. One thing that I noticed on his film, like he has some strength issues. He has some issues with uh, dealing with physicality down the field, but it's not a debilitating thing. It is something that it's going to be an issue for him regardless, but he's so fast, so quick, and he's got really good ball skills that you can kind of make up for some of that. You probably don't want him going against DK Metcalf, but you could have him going against guys like Justin Jefferson and and he's not going to get bullied. And I think that is an important factor here, but it was announced early that after that run, he pulled his groin. No, he strained a hip flexor. So he didn't participate in any of the other drills and he was not the only injury. There were a multitude of them. Unfortunately, Tyler Owens, the safety from Texas tech, Jumped 12 feet, two inches in the broad jump, one inch behind the all-time record held by Byron Jones. And what's funny is he, the top two guys were from the University of Connecticut and he split them up. And now he's second in there at one and three. So Owens was running his first 40 and he pulled up limp at about 15 yards in. There were rumors he might be able to get four or two. And there's always a couple guys who are going to threaten that and be like, oh, he can maybe get that. We'll find out. But we didn't get to find out with Owens because he got hurt. Cole Bishop pulled up limp uh, during drills as well. Just not a great day for injuries. It, really frustrating to kind of see across the board. But when you're doing this kind of testing, it happens. And was I just Bishop I hope the that they're... I saw that was doing it. It was... Uh... Start out, flip around, catch pass, then run across the field, pass, 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 Yep. drill. And he pulled up mm-hmm. what looked like he pulled a hammy. Yep. So, and he had a really good day of testing. I think he was like a 98.8th percentile athlete for the safety position, which he's got really good film, which I'm excited to kind of get to because that's what everybody tells me. The film's really good. And then you pair with that kind of athleticism as safety, that can be a next level thing. Because safety, you don't have to be fast. But if you are fast, it can take you to a different level at the position. So he made himself some money today. Uh, Another cornerback that made himself some money, Max Melton from Rutgers. I really enjoyed his film. His brother, Bo, is a wide receiver now for the Green Bay Packers. And just an impressive overall display of athleticism for Melton. Uh, He ran a 4.3940, 11-foot, 4-inch broad jump, and a 40 and a, and one half inch vertical jump. The thing is when you have those kind of impressive jumps that matters for your overall speed and explosiveness that translates one-to-one. So you have those kind of elite jumps and Hey, voila, you have a really, really fast 40 time. So really, really good performance from Melton. And he's a very physical and feisty player. Not, not the biggest guy, but he's, got long legs for a guy who's only 5'11", 6 feet tall. 
I was really impressed with Melton's film. I was really impressed with his day to day. And this is where you can kind of separate yourselves when guys are like, ah, is he a, he's a fringe day, two day, three guy. I'm not a hundred percent sure kind of what to think of the athletic profile, but then you see numbers like this and you pair it with how sticky he is in coverage. It's like, okay, that's going to translate. He still needs some work. Obviously he's not a finished product, but those are these, this is why testing is important because you can see how that testing is going to match the film and be like, okay, I can trust this guy to potentially go up against better receivers because he has the athletic profile for it. And I, I thought his performance today was awesome. Um, let's let's kind of go on. Um, obviously, we talked about Tyler Owens, 41-inch vertical jump. Um, he didn't get to run the 40, but when you jump 12-2 and then a 41-inch vertical and you're rumored to go 4-2 in the 40, those kind of athletic tests are awesome. Hopefully, he's healed up enough to run at his pro day. It looked like he was a strained quad, maybe a groin. He kind of grabbed that upper thigh region. So we'll kind of find out what his health looks like. But it was a really, really good performance from him. Um, One more corner I want to talk about. uh, Andrew Phillips from Kentucky. He really impressed at the Shrine Bowl. Sorry, the Senior Bowl. And he jumped 42-inch vertical, 11-3 in the broad. And then he ran a 4-4-8. And he's a slot corner. So you don't have to be the, the fastest guy. You want to be shifty. You want to have great change of direction. Because when you're in the slot, you don't have a sideline to be able to lean on as uh, to make things a little bit easier for you. So that's why guys like Wes Welker were able to manipulate so well in the slot because they have a two-way go. You can go left or right. And the ability to manipulate corners that way really takes things to a different level. And just a really, really impressive performance from him. A really good performance overall from this cornerback group. There really wasn't anybody who bombed testing. Usually there's a couple guys. You could argue that guy was probably Kalen King, who was getting some first round buzz a few months ago, but then the senior bowl happened. And then he ran like a four, six today. He might have to move to safety because that athletic profile just is not what we thought it could be. And the play also is not what we thought it could be. And it looks like he's going to be a zone guy. And I think that's fine. But really good performance from the corners today. I thought safeties, it was pretty much the Cole Bishop show. Uh, There were some other interesting performers as well. Uh, I thought James Williams, you're going to see his numbers look bad for a safety. That guy is going to play linebacker in the NFL. He's 6'4", 240 pounds nearly. So seeing him run a 4.65, yeah, that's okay. He plays a linebacker now. So that's not like the biggest deal in the world. And overall, just a really good group of defensive backs. Uh, it's a shockingly deep position right now. And it's it's good to see. It's really good to see how these guys have tested. And the film's pretty good too. I've got... I think 13 guys watched and I have a, a really good grade on a bunch of them. Um, one more corner I'll mention before we move on to tight ends. Cause tight ends will be pretty quick. Mike Sandra still the cornerback from Michigan had himself a great day. Not only did he test well in the jumps in the 40, I think he ran close to a four, four, one. He looked really good in those drills. And one of the nice things about the drills that you don't always get to see on tape because there's a guy literally on top of them. You get to see how fluid they are, 
how the change of direction works. And all those little nuanced details, they matter. And Sandra still super fluid, really quick motions with the hips, being able to kind of flip and get that change of direction done really, really smoothly. And you could argue he's the best nickel in the draft. So really good draft. If you need a corner of any kind, Dave, and quite frankly, you could argue the Vikings do need a corner in this draft. You can never have enough. Patrick Harms asks, what about the Alabama corners? Terry and Arnold uh, ran, I think a four, five, one, a little slower than I expected. I I know he came out and said he was disappointed with that time. Kool-Aid McKinstry uh, was diagnosed with the Jones fracture and a Jones fracture. If I am remembering correctly is a break kind of by your pinky toe and he'll be healed up enough in time for the Alabama pro day, but he didn't get to test. And that was a little bit of a disappointment because speed is my biggest, biggest question with Kool-Aid McKinstry. I don't think he has the vertical speed to really carry guys deep down the field. I think it's going to be more of a zone heavy corner and that's fine. It's okay to be a zone heavy corner. It's okay to not be this alpha, but if I'm drafting you in round one, I want a little bit more. So McKinstry's uh, testing at the pro day will be really, really important for his stock in my opinion, because he has to answer those questions. That's why testing matters. You have to kind of figure out, well, why wasn't he carrying these guys? Is it because of lack of ability or is it because of how Alabama wanted him to play? We'll find out. We will find out. Um, tight end. And you are <sighs> correct. Jones fracture is the, the pinky bone. If you want to call it that the little piggy, right? Uh, it's the bone right behind the knuckle that goes, it's on the side of your foot. There we go. There we go. Okay. So now let's have a conversation about tight ends. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Brock Bowers Oh, we didn't. have one more. Dijon. He didn't test. He did not test. Um... That was because he's still healing from, I think he was a broken leg that he suffered in November and he's not all the way there yet. It's not just like, you know, getting ready to play. It's also about making sure your body's like at a good enough level. So, cause your testing matters a lot. So I, I don't blame him at all for not testing. He's going to test at his pro day. That's the plan. 
And then we'll f- kind of find out some of those athletic mat- metrics for Cooper DeGene. I'd be shocked if he runs uh, a little bit faster than a four five. I think he's a four five guy. And that's, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just understanding kind of what the, what the guy is, but let's talk about these tight ends and I'm going to be real tight end class does not look very good. And as I'm kind of pulling up my, my data here, um, it's Brock Bowers who didn't end up testing day six, three and one eight and 243 pounds. Good numbers. Not great, but you're going to see a lot of George Kittle comps. And I think those are apt. I think I wanted to really see what his athletic testing was, which he said he's going to do at his pro day in a couple of weeks. But for me, I'm worried that some of the things that he does that make him so special are just not going to translate enough to the NFL because he's not a special athlete. He's just a good to really good athlete. I'm a little concerned that you're not going to be able to get everything that Georgia got out of him because of what the athletes are in the NFL. That kind of worries me a little bit, especially when you were talking about a top 10 pick. I want that guy to be special. Well, do you, you think we, he's going to be top 10? Uh, he could go as high as five. He's not falling past 18. He's a tight end. It makes his discussion a lot more complicated because he's a tight end. If he was a wide receiver with what he's able to do, he goes top five. And I don't think that's much of a question, but because he's a tight end and the value placed on tight ends, this, that, and the other thing, it becomes a really difficult one to answer. So I wanted to kind of see what that testing looks like. So I could try and project him. If he ran in the four fives, I'd be fine. But if he ran like a four, six, five, I got questions and that really mars the, uh, really mars his profile for me the evaluation because i had real questions on how it would translate going in that's why i wanted to see the testing but let's talk about a couple tight ends theo johnson from penn state a perfect relative athletic score really impressive the 39 and a half inch vertical 10 and a half inch broad jump and then a four five eight forty and they never used him in the passing game he was a blocker so he has untapped potential how big is he um, let me let me pull that up here really quick. Six foot six, two hundred and fifty nine pounds. So you're basically talking uh, Kyle Pitts height with about twenty more pounds. Like it, yeah. Uh, he looks like a tight end. He looks like he could be a potential really good tight end, but he's never been asked to do it. So when you have a guy who's not been asked to do it, and then he does it you can have some issues there. So the athletic profile is great. The little bit that he was used at Penn state was good. Now he goes to the NFL and how sharp or steep is that learning curve going to be? These are the questions you have to ask. I don't know how steep the learning curve is going to be because he's never really done this before. And to me, it's a little bit of a worry, but we'll find out Uh, another tight end. That was really good. Ben Sinette from Kansas state. 10-6 in the broad jump, 40-inch vertical, and he was the only one that got to 40. And a 4-6-8, this guy is an H-back. He can line up in line, line up in the backfield. You're not going to flex him out wide, but you can put him in the slot. You can do some of those versatile things with him because he's a fantastic blocker. 
and he does a really good job in in catching the football as well. Nearly 13 yards per reception this past year, and had six touchdowns on 49 receptions. Look, this guy probably got himself into day two because the athletic profile is really good, and the film is, I mean, it's mostly blocking and like little dump off screens. What's but, wrong with that? Well, well it's Not it's a national football tight ends, George Kittle. No, but that guy, if he's not a, a pass catcher, he's going day three mm-hmm. because that, that's just what the nature of the league is at this point. And I thought Sinet had a really good day. Devin Culp from Washington was the backup tight end. Jack Westover was uh, the starter, but Culp four, four, seven in the 40. And he, he has a really interesting frame. I think you can kind of utilize him as a move guy. You can get him in advantageous matchups down the field. I think he's still work in progress as a blocker, but if you want to mismatch in the passing game, especially as a tight end too, Culp's a really intriguing option. Lastly, we got to talk about Jatavian Sanders. I'm actually going to pull up his numbers right now because I didn't think they were very good. I thought he four, six, nine, 40. Yeah, um, he looks like a like a four five flat guy on tape, but uh, four three two short shuttle is not necessarily good either. This was a really disappointing showing for Jatavian Sanders because I really thought he was going to be able to take things to a different level, and he was going to be able to help himself stand out because some people have him ranked in the top fifty. I gave him a a solid third round grade, like middle third round. When I watched him, I didn't think he was all that special. And I thought he was awful as a blocker. Some people thought he showed a lot of effort. I didn't. I saw too many instances where he would just like go at a guy and just kind of throw his shoulder at him, not try to engage, not try to utilize any power because I don't think he has much, but he's a dynamic weapon in the middle of the field. But a one, five, nine, a one, five, Attitude or coaching? Well, there's a difference, though. F- you, I can work with effort. If you stink, but you try, I can fix that. If you stink and you don't try, that's a big red that's flag attitude. for me. Yeah, that's yeah, attitude. that's a. I don't want anything to do with that. And my perception, based on watching the film, is there's not enough effort there. But that yeah. that's part of the difficulty of the evaluation. Is he actually trying and he's just really, really bad? My perception is that there's just not enough effort. And that that's what can kind of make this a little bit difficult. Uh, he did have a nine, uh, 93rd percentile, 10-yard split at 1.59 seconds and 82nd percentile speed. But when your game is only being able to attack down the field and being able to do a lot of that stuff, you can't run that slow at 40. You have to run a faster 40. And to me, he was a he was probably the biggest disappointment of the day. And he didn't jump or do agility testing. He just ran the 40 and did drills. So I'm going to end up a lot lower than pretty much everybody in the world on Jatavian Sanders. And I'm okay with that. But it's yeah, that's kind of what we saw here today at the Combine. Um not a ton from the tight ends, mainly because there were only like 15 of them. And the DBs, 
it was a relatively good day across the board. There were guys who performed well. Some guys, I was disappointed Jarvis Brownlee Jr. didn't run the 40. I really wanted to see that. We saw guys be really fluid. Tyler Newbin, the Minnesota safety, didn't run the 40 either, but looked really good in drills. So this is a really good defensive back class. Tight end class is weak, but there's a couple guys that I think you can utilize. Uh, and uh, one more question we'll answer. Uh, Dalen Holker ran slow, didn't jump super well, but he's hyper, hyper productive. And that's probably around five guy where, Hey, you know what? He's just, he just knows how to get open. He knows how to win. He knows how to play the game. You take that guy in around five and give him a shot. Like Merlin agrees too. like yeah, that's gather that that's kind of how those things work. So anything else, Dave, Local Minnesota kid span forward didn't do so well either. Yeah, he was fine. I mean, I wasn't expecting him to run a super fast 40 because he's like 260 and six, six and a half. So when you're six, six and a half, it's a hard to run super fast. And that's not his game either. His, he is a blocking tight end and you can leak him out and he can do a little bit of damage in the open field. But you want him as a as a mauler a blocker mm-hmm. in the blocking game in the running game. That's what he thrived at for the Gophers. And that you're only going to see on film because they don't test blocking. Obviously they do some with the sleds as far as like leverage and stuff. But yeah, you, you got to get the film for that. This is the athletic testing. He was never going to test as a super high athlete. I, I would guess that he would, he's probably like a 50th percentile athlete. Just fine. Um, Patrick, um, unfortunately, Odie is under the weather, so he is not running. Um, he yelped a few times last night and got, and I brought him to the vet this morning. They think he tweaked a muscle in his neck, so he's on some anti-inflammatories, but he's still uncomfortable and he doesn't want to use the stairs and we're just, we're just trying to, uh, make him feel okay. And he did a lot of sleeping today cause he didn't let dad sleep at all last night. And that's what I'm going to do as soon as we're done here is I'm going to go to bed and get some rest because I desperately need it. Thank you guys very much for joining us here tonight. Talking about the defensive backs and tight ends at the NFL scouting combine. Tomorrow is the creme de la creme quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers. It's going to be a long day and it's going to be a fun day. The cool thing about quarterbacks is they, when they do their drills, they just throw to the other guys who are also working out. So it works. Um, I will give uh, Odie plenty of scratches and loves for all you guys. And I greatly appreciate uh, that. We'll be back tomorrow. Make sure you hit like subscribe and you have to ring the bell because we don't know when we're going to go live. Exactly when we're going live. Yeah. Um, we have, speaking, we have to wait for it to end. Speaking of the quarterbacks, as I'm sure many of you saw today, most of them came out after their interviews and gave their, you know, their little pressers. Mm-hmm. And everybody seems to be in love with Kevin O'Connell and uh, McNown, McCown, and how great it was. It was absolutely wonderful. J.J. McCarthy was just gushing. Uh, I think he endeared himself to a lot of Vikings fans. It it was very, very interesting to see. And almost all of them, to a T, 
that interviewed with the Vikings talked about, well, what would you like about the Vikings? And it was all throwing to JJ. Well, I want to throw to JJ. Everybody wants to throw to JJ. So it's going to be interesting. But I do think JJ McCarthy, the boy, spoke well. I think he's uh, going to have a bright future, hopefully in purple. Yeah. It's no no surprise that they loved O'Connell and McCown, both former quarterbacks, mm-hmm. and they both have a really good reputation as far as being coaches in the National Football League. McCown at a much shorter level, but he was essentially a coach for about five years as a backup quarterback. So then you have O'Connell, who's been in the league for a long time. Obviously, he was a draft pick of the Patriots in 2008, and then slowly transitioned himself into coaching and now is becoming one of the better young coaches in the National Football League. So it's no surprise and we'll kind of see how things shape up. There's obviously a rumor about the Atlanta Falcons, which I did a short on, which you should go check out once you're done here. And it's going to be interesting to see how these things end up. And we're only 10 days away, Dave, 10 days away from knowing who's going to be the next quarterback in the Minnesota Vikings. The madness start. (laughs) Yep. Hey, it's been a wild offseason already, and this is mm -hmm. wonderful. Yep. And that's our show tonight, guys. We'll be back tomorrow at some point, but you're going to have to subscribe and ring the bell to know when we're going live because it's going to be sometime after all the testing is done tomorrow. With that, I'm Tyler. He's Dave. Thank you very much for joining. Skull Vikings, everyone. Skull Vikings. Like. Subscribe. And ring the bell to get notifications. It helps us grow this community that we all love our Minnesota Vikings. And on behalf of Tyler Fornis and myself, Dave Stefano, thank you so dearly for watching The Real Forno Show. School, everyone! Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This has been a Vikings First and Skull production. Part of the Fans First Sports Network.